Limitless Wrestling fans, it's another edition of the Limitless Wrestling Podcast coming to your ears. John Alba joined by the czar of Limitless Wrestling, Randy Carver. We are just hours away from the games we play. Streaming this Friday, May 7th, 7.45 p.m. kickoff show on IWTV, followed by the 8 o'clock main show. What's going on, Randy? Ooh, I'm excited, John. It's show week once again. The games we play, as you said, just a few hours away. What a roster. What a lineup we have. I'm doing swell, John. How are you today? Well, I'm just really excited because you have about 24 hours to tell us what match Mac Daniels has for the show. And if not, oh. we're going to make our presence felt. Bro, it only took you not even a minute. Are we a minute into this? You know how it goes here and you know who it is. Yeah. Seriously. So what's it going to be? I feel like this is good, good of an arena as anywhere else to announce it. So who are we facing? Well, uh, if you look at the card that we're about to talk about, I don't see anything there. Um, you know, card subject to change, as it always can. But I don't see anything for the main attraction, Mac Daniels. I mean, actually, he's got to be in rough spirits right now because he had a loss teaming with Brett Ryan Gosselin of the Prestige this past weekend at the Student Showcase to MSP. So I don't know what he's proven for himself by that. I have no knowledge of this. I was sent tweets. I heard that Mac Daniels looked very impressive. So In losing fashion. I, it wasn't because of him they lost. Okay, okay. Just He's saying. one half of the team. Just saying. It was a new team. It was a new team. Okay? You got Listen, a lot of excuses. Scott. I just want to talk about this. You saw it on the road this past week. Main attraction. I made the main ultimatum here, Randy. And this is my last warning to you, okay? You, as the godfather, the czar of Limitless Wrestling, this is my final warning to you. We will show up and make our presence felt if we do not have a match that is orchestrated by the powers that be here at Limitless Wrestling, okay? I mean, I figured you might show up at commentary. I don't know what Mac's going to do. We do, you know, got to set up the ring ahead of time. We do need some ring crew okay. on hand. So that's I'm what sure you use the drifters for, for, okay? And that's wow. what you use Dave Dyer for, okay? Okay. All right. We'll see. We'll see. You're making a bed here, Randy. You're making a bed and you're going to regret it, okay? That's All a right, promise. Jeff. That is a promise. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here on the Limitless Wrestling Podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast. He's declining to give the main attraction a match. You reap what you sow, and I promise you that. It is, I've, I'm a man of my word. I have never lied in my life. That's horseshit. Take what you get. Anyway, okay. we got the games we play. It is going to be coming to you on IWTV. 745 kickoff show. Which, again, that's just as good as the main card in Randy's word. So take of that what you will. Uh, the kickoff show will be available for streaming on Limitless Socials, Facebook, and YouTube, as well as IWTV. So if you use that promo code LIMITLESS, you get yourself some five-day free trial still, don't you? I have tough news to break about no? that, John, actually. Is this over? That, Is the streak over? over. Yes. Um, as of the beginning of April, so I believe it was... It might have kicked in the first week of April, but there was a email sent out for, to the masses from IWTV oh, no. stating that the 
The promo code is still intact, so when you sign up, uh, you can still plug in the promo code LIMITLESS. It does throw kickback to us from your subscription, but now the free trial is not there anymore. I think there were too many people probably taking advantage and not staying on. So that has been uh, okay. Well, at least thrown to the wayside, still, unfortunately. Still, but still get a kickback uh, to Limitless, so so it does still kick back to Limitless if you subscribe and if you keep your subscription with the uh, promo code. Uh, throws us something monthly because it's showing them that our fan base is going, checking out this streaming service, checking out our shows, and we truly appreciate that. All the support matters. Um, but yeah, I mean, IWTV, ten dollars a month, you really can't beat it. I watch it every single day, just about. Every single day or every other day because it's so easy to watch. Uh, at my house, I use the app on my phone. When I'm at the school, I put it on the Roku. Uh, there's so many ways you can connect to it, and that's how we're going to be streaming this entire show. But the kickoff show, John, uh, uh, if you're not about IWTV, if you're going to wait for DVD release to see any of this, the kickoff show can be seen for free on Facebook.com slash Limitless Wrestling and YouTube.com slash Limitless Wrestling. So make sure you go like. Make sure you go subscribe. You can join in with the comments. And then, of course, the live stream, the main card kicks off at 8 p.m. We'll be live tweeting the entire time. We'll have some extras if we can get them backstage. But it's going to be a really fun night kicking off 745 this Friday. So let's begin with that. This show is presented to you by the VSW Podcast, the Nato Podcast, and the Grindbin Podcast. Team C-Stars versus the Prestige. I'm curious about this one. I'm excited for this one. Ashley Vox and Delmi XO on a roll right now. They got back on track with a victory against the Scrunchy Squad. And, man, I like Ashley Vox, one of the most resilient wrestlers we have on the roster. I think she's one of a kind. And Delmi XO has really turned it on, especially since coming back from her tour of Japan. She's training like a maniac. I think in ring conditioning-wise, best of her career. And her and Ashley as a team hitting on all cylinders right now. They really want to be a part of of this building tag team division in Limitless Wrestling. They have championship aspirations if those become a thing. But the Prestige, Channing Thomas and BRG, two hungry wrestlers, two hungry individuals. They've been grinding in the Let's Wrestle roster for years, working their way up the ranks. We've seen Channing in a Limitless ring before, and obviously these two have come together on the road as a unit, but they're two guys looking to find their footing right now, and what better way to do it than a victory against Team C-Stars really making a name for themselves on the kickoff show. I know they probably chap your ass a little bit, but I really do enjoy the confidence that the prestige displays. I'm sure you do. I'm sure they would fit in well at a brunch in with the Albas. I'm not a brunch guy. I, I actually hate breakfast food. Wow, really? I mean... Nothing at all? Like, what? Well, Anything so, tickle your fancy? So, I mean, I can deal with, like, pancakes and waffles and stuff, but I've been outspoken on this. There's one food in the world I hate. I have a very diverse palate, extremely diverse palate. There is only one food in this world that I absolutely hate with every fiber of my body, and that is an egg. I hate eggs with every wow. fiber of my body. Guy Fieri hates not, eggs, not too. Not in anything? Like, as a mixed ingredient, I'm sure it's fine? Like, like yeah, like, if you're making, like, a cake or something, you need it as a binding ingredient, that's fine. But, like, as, like, an egg? No. Not just... None of that, but Guy Fieri no hates them. Heat with eggs. I oh, huge heat, nuclear heat, even. Wow, yeah. you're missing out. No, I'm not. I'm not. It's disgusting. So when when I've been at these limitless tastings, 
and I see these, the t tapings rather, and, and I see these tastings that people are doing on these little displays that you have of, of these cold sandwiches that have like eggs in them. That is like the oh. most appalling and disgusting thing I've ever seen in my life. That's my favorite. Egg salad sandwich, oh. marrow, ham salad oh. sandwich guy. Oh. God. Oh, I knew I disliked you, and now I dislike you even more. Christ. Holy Jesus. What sounds appetizing about an egg salad sandwich? You want to talk about risk-taking, John Alba? I used to take some risks at the Yarmouth uh, Cumbies. I believe, I, I believe that. Let me tell you. Numerous times before, Randy Carver's been strolling in there one, two in the morning after some mischievous wrestling activity. And I've, you know, I've stuck my neck out there and I've got myself an egg salad sandwich. And knock on wood, that Yarmouth Cumbies has not done me wrong in a long time. In a long time, but that insinuates that it has done you wrong before. We don't go there. <laughs> okay, right. <It's laughs> oh, that's why we prefer Wawa in this house. I was just out, Wawa. You don't even know. You've never even had Wawa. You don't even know. You can't say. Well, you just even. try to put it over Cumbies, and I think that's don't, unfair. Don't even. Whatever. You're disgusting. Anyway, the Team C Stars has the prestige. The prestige could really use a win here. Uh, we've seen them. They've, they've been victorious. Uh, BRG just uh, picked up a win over uh, Lil Mean Kathleen, if I'm not mistaken, correct? That he did. And just a couple weeks ago, Channing Thomas defeated Danger Kid. So... Uh, it's not like these guys are not finding victories, but as a team, they really need something to kind of bring it together. And if they can get it done this Friday, especially against Team C Stars, who are a very established team at this point in Limitless Wrestling, that would be a huge step forward. Did you like me singing Ashley Vox's theme song at karaoke? I, I, it was quite funny, honestly, to watch. I've seen you at karaoke before, and it's honestly like, that's one of the best parts about you, John. That's one thing I'll put over is you're a good karaoke guy. I'm an excellent If we ever have a Limitless guy. Wrestling karaoke, you have to be there. I will happily start the Limitless Wrestling karaoke March Madness tournament. Uh, I'll get the tomatoes for you. Okay, you're funny. You're funny. You're funny. What's your go-to karaoke song? Uh, sitting Back and Watching yeah, by Randy Carver. Exactly. But it's a fun. I, I love the atmosphere of a karaoke night. I could get pulled into a group effort. Um, a couple of weeks ago, Ace Romero and I almost did a duet. So I was say Ace uh, Romero strikes me as a karaoke guy. Ace Romero loves the vibe of a karaoke atmosphere. Anthony Green, a top tier, no doubt, uh, karaoke participant as well. He'll pull out the worm in public places, and it it goes well. <laughs> I like the sounds of that. So yeah, hooked on a feeling. I don't know. Maybe someday someone will have to sing that live. Tear the house down at a limitless show. We'll see. All right, let's keep it going here. Alec Price versus Ken Broadway. Ken Broadway's first singles match here in Limitless Wrestling, uh, I believe. Ever. Ever, correct, yeah. Ever. Mm-hmm. What do you Quite make of that? Quite a starting. Um, this was actually a match, like, pulling back the curtain a little bit. We had had this roughly booked for a Let's Wrestle show one time, which is bizarre to think about how far these dudes have come since then. But uh, I remember we had like a House of Glory car that we were bringing up. Ken was going to be a part of it. This is a match that's always struck me as something that I've wanted to see. I think Broadway, uh, to me, the perfect person to shut Alec Price up once in a while. Uh, Broadway's on another level right now. We saw him on AEW Dark recently. I think Broadway, uh, in the best condition he's been in, he's 
just really risen to the occasion and uh, is taking it very seriously in this run that he's doing right now because we did see Ken go away for a little while. We've talked about it. And I'm always interested when people do take that step back, how do they come back into wrestling? Are they going to come back full force or is it going to be kind of a dip in the toes in to see how the water is? But Ken has really jumped in full force, impressive performances at places like GCW and uh, I think he's looking to make a statement here with a victory against Alec Price, who's been on the rise through Limitless Wrestling, whether it's been on the road, the dojo student shows, or the main cards that we've been presenting on IWTV. Alec Price has slowly but surely been working his way up the ladder, but the problem is we're going to keep throwing the competition at him. There's a lot of sharks in the water. So Alec Price, if he wants to make his way, as he's been saying, to title opportunities, he needs to continue to string together victories. And we didn't see that on the road. We saw the street fight last week. He lost to Ace Romero. So he really needs to bounce back with a victory against Cashflow Ken Broadway. How close is Alec Price to a world title shot? It's, it's honestly so tough to say because there's so many people I think that you can reasonably make a case for. Like I was, I was literally talking to someone this morning uh, about the J.D. Drake-Rip Bison match from Suffer No Fools. And that one is kind of, it felt like an unspoken number one contenders match because I feel like the winner of that matchup, how could you deny them moving forward if you're in Daniel Garcia's boots? How could you deny them as a future championship challenger? Or, you know, J.D. Drake ended up being the next one with a victory. Uh, it's tough. But Alec Price, I mean, a, a string of victories in Limitless Wrestling over the past year. The win-loss record certainly favoring the victory column. And Alec Price, I mean, he says it every time. He needs another shot at the gold. He had his opportunity at the Vacation Land Cup. He unfortunately came up short. But there were two men who stood in front of him that night. Christian Casanova and Daniel Garcia. One of them's in the WWE, and Daniel Garcia remains. Alec Price has his eyes on the prize, as he always has, but I hope he's got his eyes on Ken Broadway going into this Friday because you can't underestimate money-making Manhattan's finest. Kevin Blackwood versus Matt Mikowski had a lot of people talking to me. Some very high praise for the Travis Huckabee-Matt Mikowski match. What do you think Matt Mikowski has to prove here against Kevin Blackwood? Well, I think he needs to get a victory on the board for himself in Limitless Wrestling. I mean, just, just like Travis Huckabee did last time against Mikowski, Huckabee came back to Limitless Wrestling strong. He came out victorious, and that moves him up the card to big match opportunities. And we'll talk about that in a second as he's going one-on-one -on -one with the independent wrestling champion. But Mikowski uh, really blew me away, and I think not just myself, but I had a lot of Limitless Wrestling fans message just, who is this guy? Because, like, not for uh, – it's not like a slight to Mikowski or anything, but a lot of our local fans, their scope of wrestling is Limitless Wrestling or the, the smaller independent companies who run here. And there's not a ton of people from outside the New England, even tri-state area, who are coming into different promotions around here that fans are seeing. So their first look at Mikowski, a lot of people were impressed uh, I think he's made the transition very well from being a former Bellator MMA fighter to professional wrestling. And I think it gives him an edge because in a match like this where he's going one-on-one -on -one with Kevin Blackwood, we know Kevin for his strikes, his quick hits, the kicks that he implements. Matt Mikowski is going to have that anticipation of an MMA fighter, and he's going to be able to feel out Blackwood, I think, a little better than Blackwood's feeling out Mikowski. So I hope for Blackwood's sake, He's doing his homework because Mikowski, 
numerous points in the match with Huckabee. He was just a half second away, very close to tapping out Travis Huckabee, and seemingly for most of that match was one step ahead of the Golden Grappler. So I'm very interested in his game plan going into this with Blackwood, who's riding a high right now, two straight victories since that loss at the Vacationland Cup. And that's really where we saw the focus change for him. When he started training with Daniel Garcia at Grapplers Anonymous, day in and day out, these Buffalo boys continue to have success in limitless wrestling and elsewhere. And we'll see if Blackwood can keep it the same. I wonder if Blackwood has his eyes on the title. That's an interesting thought. I actually uh, hadn't thought too much about that. But, I mean, I can't imagine your focus does shift anywhere else. I mean, regardless of who you're running with, it's the top prize here. Just a thought. And Blackwood has come so close to touching that title, too, in the past, you know. Yeah, you love to stir the pot. We get it. What are you talking about here? You know who it is. Anyway, let's talk about Travis Huckabee and Lee Moriarty. I can't wait for this match. Travis Huckabee has really emerged as a player in Limitless very quickly. And we all know about Lee Moriarty. We know what he brings to the table. Truthfully, Lee Moriarty should be the Limitless Wrestling World Champion right now. Yes, he should. Yes, he should. Um, now could we, be, It could be a totally different dynamic at the end of this matchup if he was. We talked about last time how maybe Lee Moriarty had some sway with who he got to face in this match, and based on Twitter, it seems like this was a match he was very down with. So what are you expecting? Well, I mean, a lot of people always come out of the woodwork to wrestle the independent wrestling champion. That's you got the target on your back from not just one promotion, but every promotion where that title goes. So the minute Lee Moriarty was announced returning for this show, there was a line of people. Alec Price, Robert Martyr, Ava Everett. There were a lot of people who were clamoring for the opportunity at a match with Lee because if you can defeat Lee Moriarty, if you can walk out victorious against the independent wrestling champion, whether the belt is on the line or not, you really cement yourself not only in the promotion that you're wrestling at, but in the eyes of independent wrestling fans. They take a step back and say, wow, okay, we got to pay attention to this dude. He's a force to be reckoned with. That's what Travis Huckabee wants after this Friday. He wants some recognition for once. Travis has been good for a long time, John, a really long time. I remember booking him and, uh, fuck, The Whisper at a La Kermesse Festival in Biddeford, I think in 2017, and I was blown away by both their performances. I'm glad they stuck with professional wrestling because those were two very good wrestlers, but Travis Huckabee, I think, really came into his own on the road over last summer into the fall, into the winter, and he's really cemented a spot for himself in Limitless Wrestling. He got the win against Matt Mikowski we just talked about, and I'm very interested to see what he brings to the table against Lee Moriarty, one of the biggest opportunities lately of his career. And Travis Huckabee could wake a lot of people up with a victory. But, of course, Lee Moriarty looking to get his first win in Limitless Wrestling. That sounds so bizarre to say, but he's 0-2 right now. Losing to Daniel Garcia at the Vacationland Cup, and then, of course, in the submission match with no rope breaks, you said it, John. Lee Moriarty should be Limitless Wrestling World Champion right now. But the one person who needed to see the tap from Daniel Garcia didn't see it, and that's the referee. So the apex of the combat, just like many others on this show, looking to get back on track with a victory in his first in Limitless Wrestling. Have you thought about instant replay? Instant replay, I mean, it wouldn't be a bad idea. I saw a lot of people harping on instant replay for the MLB this week, but I... Wait a minute, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. You just committed a cardinal sin. 
cardinal sin in the John Alba Twitter sphere. You just said oh? the MLB. Oh, are okay. you kidding me? Are you kidding me? The Major League Baseball, Mister. Well, I wouldn't Mr. say that if I said Major League Baseball. Mister. Sox fan himself. Yeah. Mister. Dirty Water. You phony. Yeah. You phony. Hey, and I like Sweet Caroline. I'm so. sure you do. Oh, I bet you do. I bet Born you do. Dogs game is great. I'm sure Patriot Day is your favorite movie too, isn't it? Or no? No. I'm I like sorry. Fever is it pitch. Fever Pitch? Yeah, I was gonna say. Fever okay, pitch. it's Fever Pitch, right? Uh huh. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, this is our city. Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, fuck. Well, let's talk Lee Moriarty for a second. Uh, Harry Please. Aaron. Harry Aaron and I were talking the other day, and we're saying right now, in the Indies, it's hard to say who the top guy is on the indie scene. There's a lot of guys that you could make the claim for. But it's hard to definitively say who is the top guy. And it's been a long time since we could say that. I mean, there's a few on this show alone. Daniel Garcia, J.D. Drake, Lee Moriarty. Do you believe Moriarty is in that upper echelon right there? 100%. And I, I thought that before he became independent wrestling champion. I don't think I was alone. I mean, throughout the past year, even heading into the pandemic, Lee Moriarty was doing incredible things, having incredible matches everywhere he went. Uh, I, I'm really enamored with Lee because he's uh, he feels like a true independent wrestling journeyman who is uh, reminds me a lot of like a, a Chris Hero or a Colt Cabana back in the day where anywhere they go, they're having very talked about and popular matches in these different places, but the matches are so different. They're not taking a show on the road, so to speak. They're, they're really bringing... Uh, new and interesting shit to different places. And I feel like that's Lee Moriarty. Like I uh, stumbled upon uh, a promotion in Texas, I think on IWTV a few days ago, and it was Lee Moriarty versus Brian Keith. And I was very interested because a lot of people have been talking about Brian Keith and I was blown away just by how unique the match was compared to everything I've seen from Lee Moriarty lately. Uh, I, I really do believe he's in the upper echelon of independent wrestlers. And I, I think a lot of people would say based on their personal opinion, he is the top independent wrestler in the world right now. And I, uh, I don't think you can, you know, dispute it with a ton of people, a few on this roster, of course. We got Rip Bison, Robert Martyr. This is a huge test for Robert Martyr, who I thought had a great showing on the last show. But he's in for a good old country ass whooping here against Rip Bison. Is he going to be ready for it, Randy? I think he's going to be ready. I think with Rip Bison, you have to know what you sign up for. You have to be a little crazy to step in the ring with Rip Bison anyway. But Robert Martyr, 20 years old, I'm very interested with this guy. Uh, had a great showing with Kevin Blackwood. He's another guy much like Mikowski that we talked about earlier. Uh, a lot of people did not know who Robert Martyr was before the last show, and I got a ton of tweets, a ton of messages. Uh, people wanted to see this dude back, and we're really throwing him into the fire here with Rip Bison. But – Ripper, uh, it's an interesting dynamic for him because you're going from preparing for J.D. Drake, one of the biggest and most hard-hitting wrestlers on the roster, to 20-year-old Matt Bully Robert Martyr, who there's not too much known about him in the uh, world of limitless wrestling, and he's so much different than J.D. Drake. He's so quick. He's so quick on his feet. He's a quick decision-maker, too. 
And I think that's very important when you're in the ring with Rip, who could just, uh, you know, turn into an animal at the snap of a finger. He's ruthless in the ring, but Robert Martyr's so quick. Maybe that's what it takes to defeat Rip Bison. Maybe you got to let himself punch himself out a little bit and uh, get worn down and then weather the storm and take advantage. And I feel like Robert Martyr could do that very well. So an interesting test for him, an interesting test for both guys because they're both coming off losses last show. So they need to redeem themselves with a victory. And it would be huge for young Robert Martyr to knock off Rip Bison, who, as we talked about earlier, I think you could have made a case for championship contention for him before the loss to JD. I don't know if you saw on Twitter, but I believe Rip Bison is a Red Rocker fan, a Sammy Agar fan. Okay. I, okay. I tweeted about being very mad that I did not know that Sammy Hagar was coming to Orlando, and I got an all-caps <laughs> quote tweet from Rip Bison quoting some Sammy Hagar lyrics. Oh, yeah. So I think he can drive 55, or at least I, he's trying. I would not doubt it. I've seen him drive faster. That 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 has to be on, like, the generic indie intermission playlist right like sammy <laughs> hagar like round and round by rat like all of that yep. that's all in that right there's always a deaf leopard and a kiss song maybe there's only um, one way to rock yeah i put in uh, i put in crazy crazy nights over the weekend into the intermission playlist rocky that's like a, a good pop rocky like a, a hurricane Ooh, that's a good one uh, the iwe one of old had some gems there were also some questionable ones like there was <laughs> Uh, like, I don't know. Like she's just, only it was seventeen. A very interesting ride. <laughs> Some I, King Diamond I think in there you, randomly. I think you missed the one I just said, and I'm going to leave What'd it at you that. Say? You can rewind it and listen back if you'd like to. Oh, <laughs> I said she's only seventeen. <laughs> Dude, I literally was about to say that, and I'm like, I don't know if I should say it. <laughs> I literally like got to a point where I'm like, uh, and then I'm like, uh, I probably shouldn't just say that. Speaking truth. Just speaking truth. Just speaking truth. It was there. Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> thinking about thinking back to that? How many fucking kids went there? Jesus Christ. Dude, that one was the one that always got me. And that one seemed like it would play like five times well, throughout the night. Yeah, we should have we should have known then, but anyway. Alas, here we yeah. are. <laughs> here we are. Anyway, we got... <laughs> That's a good pop there. There's, there's going to be like maybe five people who understand that listening to this, but it's worth it. Um, we got the Scrunchy Squad versus Ava Everett and Charles Mason, who's not on my uh, not on my good list right now. Yeah, you guys aren't swapping Christmas cards, are you? No. Did you see he called me out on Sam Letourneau's Wrestle Tee? Oh, what for? More? Well, you should have seen this because he is addressing Limitless Wrestling in this. So you should go check this out. Sam Laterna, who I believe is going to be doing some work with Limitless Wrestling soon, and I'm very excited about that because Sam's very good. But uh, she interviewed Charles Mason on WrestleTea, and they talked about his match at Beer House with Daniel Garcia. And he called out Daniel Garcia and wants a Limitless Wrestling world title match with him. And wow. he, he specifically, okay. he called you out by name. He said, wow. Randy Carver, make the match. So I, I think you've got some research to do here and to go back and find that on WrestleTeed. That I do. And, yeah, so, I mean, Charles Mason has a lot more to prove here in Limitless Wrestling before he gets that title shot, I'd imagine. But he's got a chance to not to win here with Ava Everett against the Scrunchy Squad. He does. This would be a good step in the right direction for uh, championship contention for him. What a psychotic team. Yeah. Uh, char- like, I just get, ugh, I, I mean, know. I kind of like I Ava Everett. Huh? I kind of like Ava Everett. 
Of course you do. Of course you didn't like her before. No, I did like Ava Everett. Oh come on. I do like Ava Everett. Now you're just being vocal about no, it. No, Dave Ann is the one that I think needs a little guidance. Okay. Not Ava. I mean, I think she's been quite. She's been more successful than your boy has, and you. We're one and zero. We are one and zero. I'll pull up the road statistics for you, and we'll we'll compare and contrast. Those don't count in the record. Those are not canon. Davy has been kicking ass and taking names. Uh, I just like. I think the real momentum setter for her was the matchup she had with Anthony Green at the pandemic at the dojo tapings last year. And since then, it's been a rise up the card for Davian. She's really cemented herself in limitless wrestling. And now the scrunchy squad is here. Her and Becca, I was honestly, I was very impressed by the two of them. The first match teaming together. And uh, that's, what's going to be interesting about this one is these are two teams who haven't teamed together very often. Charles and Ava, the first time they've ever teamed. Davy and Becca, the second. But Davy and Becca against the Sea Stars, that's a tough team to start your endeavor against, first of all. But uh, some impressive tag team combinations. They obviously uh, work out and train together at the New England Pro Wrestling Academy. So they had some tricks up their sleeve, but couldn't get the job done. And now Davy finally has another opportunity to get her hands on Ava. Obviously, we saw the pick your poison go down on the road this week. But Davy has been chomping at the bit to get her hands on Ava Everett, and she's finally going to get the chance, though in tag team action, I'm sure she would have wanted a one-on-one at some point, but tag team action this Friday, the Scrunchy Squad looking for their first victory as a team against Ava Everett and Charles Mason, who give me the eebie-jeebies, so I'm excited for this one. I'm going to try to keep my distance from Charles Mason and Ava Everett because they're going to either scream at me or try to choke me, and I just... I just don't need that. Uh, I, I like ha- seeing it happen to you instead. What I just didn't understand was I did everything I could to help Charles Mason win. I did not cost him that match. He tapped out, and I tried to help him, and yet he blamed me. I don't understand it. you got to be in my corner here. I didn't do anything wrong to him. I cannot say that I am in your corner, John, oh. but uh, I really enjoyed what happened at the conclusion of that Beer House match. If you want to see it, that's in the IWTV are you talking about, archive. Are you talking about what happened to Erica? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the collaboration of you and Erica had a rough night. I had someone tweet me saying that that was the definitive moment of WrestleMania weekend. <laughs> it was for me, too. Bianca Belair won the Women's Championship in the first ever all-woman singles main event featuring two women of color, and they're saying the highlight of WrestleMania weekend is Daniel Garcia hoisting my woman ahead of me as All I'm tapping out. is you and a sharpshooter. Are you kidding me? Anyway. MSP versus the main event. This is a match I've seen a lot of chatter about. A lot of people really excited to see what the main event can do here. Yeah, people are fired up to see the main event. I'm one of them. Um, I've done a lot of research on these guys in the past few days, just in preparation, and I've been really blown away. Like, I, I don't see many teams who have the kind of cohesiveness that MSP does, and really all the tag team combinations, but the main events seemingly have a reversal for everything. They're on the same page 100% of the time. They know what each other's doing, and that makes for a good tag team. It makes for a great tag team. And uh, what a way to start off their journey in Limitless Wrestling by bringing the circus to Limitless and scoring a victory against MSP. But MSP, obviously, they, they called for new tag teams. They want fresh blood in the tag team division, and now they got it. So 
we're going to see if Aiden Agro, Danger Kid, if they can keep the ball rolling for MSP and get a victory here against the main event. What do you think of the new MSP theme song? I'm into it. It's uh, very different. It's very different, and it, it took it's taken much like when we were uh, getting introduced to Retro AG. I was hesitant at first. I still am to an extent because uh, you know you, you know what you had before, and it was such a good package. But uh, I, I really do think that they're trying to find themselves and come into their own and um, figure out exactly what MSP is, and I'm all for that. So uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to bop to, and I saw it last weekend for the first time in front of people, and it gets you know it gets the shoulders swaying, it gets the heads nodding. People are into it. So uh, what more can I say? And it's a very well done theme song. I, I wish I knew off the top of my head who put that together, but excellent job it's an excellent song and it's one that i would you know put in a playlist and actually listen to once in a while mac daniels has a great theme song oh yeah okay okay he does it's not bad it's honestly not bad and i've got a great theme song too mine was the most over theme song in the state of maine for a period of time oh christ next to gangrels of course yeah well everybody else was coming out to betray you at that time so (laughs) you didn't you didn't have stiff competition We got. No, it's true. We got our. She's only seventeen. <laughs> we, we got our main event here. One of the most talked about main events in Limitless history. Daniel Garcia, J.D. Drake. Been a lot of media coverage of this main event here so far. J.D. Drake's name really getting out there. From the articles and, and interviews you've seen here, Randy. I mean, how important do you think this match is to J.D. Drake? I think it's very important. Uh, I think JD has found another home here in Limitless Wrestling. He's really putting out some of the best work of his career right now, and I have no problem saying that. I think JD is uh, at an incredible level right now. We're seeing him more and more in AEW, which is amazing. But you know, he, he's still such a player on the independent scene, and he's such a player in Limitless Wrestling. He's done wonders in the pandemic era of limitless wrestling to keep the ball rolling to keep things moving to bring in fresh talent to give opportunities to new people uh it shows me he really cares about his surroundings and cares about limitless wrestling and the people in it an amazing guy to have in the locker room and you say all that stuff and it adds up to an amazing guy who would be the limitless wrestling world champion and jd just I mean, he's voiced his issues with Daniel Garcia. He didn't like how it went down with Lee Moriarty. He believes he should be wrestling Lee Moriarty, but he's got Daniel Garcia on deck. And J.D., I'm just, I'm not sure what's going to slow him down right now. He's on such a roll. I mean, he had his opportunity at the Vacation Land Cup. We saw the issue he had. He got rolled up by Alec Price after the moonsault. J.D. has been on a war path since then to get to the top, to get a championship opportunity, and now he's got it. Daniel Garcia has quite an opposition on this night because J.D., he's pissed off, he's feeling good, and that's a bad combination when you're in the ring with J.D. Drake. Did you see the video from AEW of J.D. Drake in the mesh shirt? I did. I did. He could go clubbing. It looks good. He seemed very excited about that. I hope he wears that to the ring here in this match. (laughs) Uh, Daniel Garcia also not taking it lightly. He spoke with Inside the Ropes. And he he understands, I think, the challenge that J.D. Drake poses. What did you make from what Daniel Garcia had to say? 
I mean, I think he takes every opposition very seriously. He's game planning for J.D. Drake. He's training for J.D. Drake. And you really have to change up the game plan because we look at the last match. We saw Daniel Garcia in a submission match. No rope breaks. One of the best pure wrestlers in the world in Lee Moriarty. And now you've got one of the roughest, toughest dudes on the roster in J.D. Drake who's looking to chop a hole through Red Death's chest. That's a lot to game plan for. It's a lot to figure out. It's a lot to feel out with JD. They've never shared a ring before. And it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough because we have not seen in the history of Limitless Wrestling, whether tag team action, whether multi-man action, not many people have been able to put down JD Drake, especially in singles action and especially when he's feeling good. And JD in the best condition of his career right now, ready to go, ready to become world champion. And Daniel Garcia has the target painted on his back. So there's a lot to figure out here, a lot to game plan for if you're coming up from Buffalo, New York this Friday. It's going to be a long car ride there. You think this has a chance to be an all-time classic main event here? I know it, I 100%. Uh, I, I, just, I think these are two wrestlers who are doing the best stuff of their independent careers right now and putting them together at a time like this, like timing couldn't have worked out better for this match to happen. I think it's exactly when it needed to happen for Dan, exactly when it needed to happen for JD. And uh, the stars kind of aligned here to have an incredible main event matchup that I just, I can't stop talking about it because it's going to be one for the ages. It's going to be one that we're going to be talking about for quite some time. So if you haven't yet, sign up for IWTV. It's $10 a month. Use that code limitless and tune in this Friday. The 7.45 kickoff, free on all socials, 8 o'clock the main card starts. You don't want to miss Garcia Drake for the Limitless Wrestling World Championship. And seriously, also check out all the interviews that have been done about this big main event here because there have been some really good ones. You can find those in the Limitless Socials, have shared all of those. Kickoff show, 7.45 on IWTV and all Limitless Socials. Main card starts at 8 o'clock. Uh, real quick, I want to talk about the Dojo Student Showcase that just happened. Um, we can run down some of the matches here real quick. Malik Logan defeated Dylan Nix. What would you make of that? Uh, I was impressed with these two because this is, you know, pulling back the curtain a little bit. Uh, they got put in a tough spot where their match got moved very late in the night. So uh, they did not have a ton of notice. They were going to be the first match on the card, but uh, a very fun one. Uh, good to see Malik Logan back. I hadn't seen him in quite some time. I think he's got even better. I think the time off did him well. Dylan Nick's getting better all the time as well, but just coming up short on this night. Uh, continuing through it, uh, Alec Price defeats Adam Booker. This is a fun first time ever matchup. Adam Booker, I'm always happy to have him in the locker room. I'm glad he's back in the world of limitless wrestling, but this tandem of Alec Price and Howitson Davis the third can't stand him. Howitson Davis the third is like 42 year old Alec Price. And it's just, it's disgusting. I almost got hit by a projectile by this dude. His cane broke and his little diamond flew off and nearly took me and Johnny Torres out. Hmm. Luckily, we made it through. But Alec Price, as you said, uh, getting a cheap win against Adam Booker, Howitson getting involved, and Alec Price able to scoop him up and stack him for the three. Jesse Nolan defeated Logan Black. I'm hearing a lot of a lot of talk about Jesse Nolan. Yeah, Jesse Nolan getting better all the time. This match was a surprise. Logan Black coming up from New York. 
made an open challenge to the locker room, the girl on fire, the spitfire accepting the challenge. And she's really rising to the occasion right now, having a lot of different opposition thrown her way, not just in Limitless Wrestling either. Uh, she's been traveling out of the state to the NCW tapings, uh, doing a lot of stuff, which is awesome. And uh, it's exactly what you need to do as a young wrestler, get your reps in. And she got a victory on this night. All right, go ahead. Talk about the next one. Oh, I'll do this one, yeah. Uh, the main state posse, MSP, Danger Kid Nade Magro, defeating BRG, and you know who it is. The main attraction, Mac Daniels, in you, defeat. You know Mac Daniels got legitimately knocked out in this match and still carried on bravely. <laughs> I did know that. I saw that, and it was rough. Uh, wrong place, wrong time for your boy. What do you think of the potential as a tag team between Mac Daniels and BRG? I'm just asking. Lot to iron out there. Uh, pretty big egos clashing. Mac Daniels, of course, wanted all the spotlight for himself, but BRG felt the same way. So uh, that's really what inevitably cost them in the end. They didn't really have uh, anyone to talk them down. They were just in each other's faces, and they really, if they could have you know, put the egos aside, work together just as a unit, focused on the victory. They were taking MSP to pretty deep waters. They they had an opportunity there to really put it away, and they couldn't do it. So uh, there's a lot to work out there if that were to ever be a team. But, you know, your boy, I mean, he's just so egotistical. Rick Bison <clears throat> defeated Brother Greatness. So Rip gets a win here. People like Brother Greatness. I was uh, pleasantly surprised because Brother Greatness was a uh, kind of a last-minute addition in the car load with Logan Black, and uh, he's someone who a lot of people within our circle had been on shows with before and vouched for, and it was good to see him in action. I really uh, you know, threw him into deep water. If we're talking about deep waters with Rip Bison, that's a tough person to make your debut against, but an impressive performance from Brother Greatness. I think we'll see him back in the world of limitless wrestling sometime soon. Well, was he kicked down to the brother love family barbecue to come here? I do not think that he would have been at the brother love barbecue. No. You know what they serve at the brother love barbecue. Have you ever heard this story? Well, not eggs. If you're there, <laughs> that's for sure. The, at, uh, at Brother Love's house, they'd have barbecues and Yokozuna and Undertaker and all of them would be there. And Yoko had one specific request for food. Turkey ass. And turkey they would, ass? They would deep fry turkey ass. And Yokozuna would eat it. By the, by the handful. How do you even come to realize that you like turkey ass? I guess you just like eating turkey ass. I don't know what to tell huh. you. Anyway, eating ass taken to another level. Well, I didn't say it. You said it. Anyway, oh. uh, let's talk about somebody who should be eating canvas. Uh, the Belfast Bulldog, Dave Dyer. He defeats Connor Hex here. Disappointed in Connor Hex. Oh, you're damn right. He should be eating canvas. We'll talk about Dave more later. I don't even know if you know. About oh, I know this about this. That... Oh, believe me, I know. Okay, but yeah, Connor Hex like. He's got to figure out a way to get the job done, but I have been impressed with what he's brought to the table recently. He's really growing uh, quickly as a professional wrestler. Still under 10 matches, but someone just like Jesse Nolan, who's been hitting the pavement, 
uh, becoming a little road warrior himself, you know, hitting up some tapings in other states and uh, really putting some time in at the dojo. So hopefully that's going to pay off for Connor Hex with some victories moving forward, but uh, some good showings at least. Big Cat defeated Alexander Lee. Dude, this was this was the first time in a long time that it felt wild to be at a pro wrestling show. The next two matches, but we there was such a wild atmosphere with this contest because on one side of the room, there's about 20 to 25 members of Big Cat's family who are going nuts, of course, for the biggest of all cats. But on the other side of the room was a lot of Limitless Wrestling fans from our southern main area who were all about Alexander Lee. So we had, the room was literally split down the middle. I can't wait to listen to it on the edit because it was nuts in that place for Big Cat Alexander Lee. But Big Cat getting his win back, pinning Alexander Lee, who wasn't taking him too seriously, and continued to jaw jack with the Big Cat family. So uh, I have a feeling we're going to see these two in action again down the line because Alexander Lee was not a happy camper at the end of the night. All right, tell us about this main event here. Holy uh, this was nuts, and I, I no holds barred. I expected it to be, but it was just crazy. Um, Eric Johnson, somehow by hook and by crook, and by the Belfast Bulldog Dave Dyer, able to maintain the streak, able to defeat Ace Romero, and I don't think a lot of people saw that coming. Eric Johnson was in trouble. The streak was in jeopardy. Romero was wrapping a trash can over his head. There were spikes involved. Romero got busted open. It was a crazy scene, and Romero was looking to really fire the kill shot, really heading to the top rope, looking to put Johnson through some extended chairs, and here comes your boy. Not your boy. You actually don't like him either. I'm happy about it. The Belfast Bulldog, Dave Dyer, trotting to ringside, getting himself involved. Ace Romero got drilled through steel chairs. He went under the ring. He got a crowbar. Romero starts to fight back, and then, of course, a crowbar to the face is not going to do anybody any good. Eric Johnson maintaining the streak. But Dave Dyer got some very, very bad news after this contest. He's going one-on-one with Ace Romero when we return to Roncos May 28th, and Eric Johnson is banned from ringside. So reality is going to hit him real quick. He's got a month to prepare for AC Baby, who is not happy with Dave Dyer and Eric Johnson. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah, I should uh, I should live stream it during that one. You'll love it. Can I manage Ace Romero in that match? I don't think he would want you. That's not true. Ace okay. Romero loves me. Ah, I don't know. Even though I cost Ace Romero in my very first match ever, I cost him a championship. That's, yes, you did. That's water under the bridge. Messed up of you. It's water under the bridge. Okay. Well, there's nothing I love more than seeing the Belfast Bulldog Dave Dyer get beat up, so... He's I'd in be, trouble. I'd be more than happy to see that match as it happens. Go check that out, May 28th. All right, I want to wrap here with an interesting situation that's developed in the last 24, 48 hours here. Daniel Bryan. Bryan Danielson is a free agent. His WWE contract expired after this past week's SmackDown. In a hell of a match with Roman Reigns. I don't know if you saw it or not. It was a hell of a match. Most people think he'll end up staying with WWE in some capacity, but 
the doors are open here for him to do stuff that he's wanted to do for a really long time. And some have speculated that might even mean returning to the Indies. So what top limitless talent would you like to see square up with none other than Brian Danielson? That would be amazing if it happens. Um, I saw a lot of people tweet this. I think uh, the top choice has to be the champion right now, Daniel Garcia. No doubt. Uh, I'd be blown away by that. I'd be blown away by J.D., Moriarty. Uh, Ace Romero, I think, would be a very unique contrast to Styles. There's so many people, I think. I mean, there's dream matches galore across the independents for uh, Daniel Bryan being involved in the independent wrestling scene again. I mean, from the United States to Japan to Mexico, uh, it's a very exciting thing to think about. And I, I like when, you know, things like this happen, regardless of how they turn out. It adds some intrigue. It gets everybody talking. And uh, I, I think maybe uh, garners a, a new sense of appreciation for Daniel Bryan. And, hey, it could sway a decision. Who knows? Man, listen, there are people here. I, I see it on Twitter all the time. People, oh, I don't see it in Daniel Bryan. I don't get it. I feel bad for those people because I think he is genuinely on the Mount Rushmore of greatest to ever do it. And, and there's so many little things that this guy does well that put him in that category. And I just, I'm blown away every time I see him reinvent himself in a match with someone different. He works to the strengths of his opponent. He benefits other people. I think he's just amazing. And yeah, I think Daniel Garcia and Lee Moriarty are probably the top two that I'd love to see him do. You mentioned Rip Bison, J.D. Drake. Him and J.D. Drake would be freaking incredible. Yes, it would. Um, the match that I really want to see, I want to see him have a run in NXT. And I want to see him and Valter. That would be fucking unreal. The, uh, the, the underdog David Goliath storyline, and that would just be incredible. If we ever saw him in Ring of Honor again, um, Jonathan Gresham would be mm. near the top of my list. If we're talking anywhere, really, I think he'd have an amazing match with Jeff Cobb as well. I mean, I think if I could pick one match in general for him to have, uh, truthfully, I think it's he and Omega. I, I think that is the match that we would just see this incredible, incredible genesis of pro wrestling that I would be so just enamored with. But, I mean, look, he and he and freaking Minoru Suzuki would be incredible. No doubt. <laughs> There's so many out there. So uh, I'm excited for that. You see uh, Andrade is going to challenge Omega for the AAA championship? Yeah, that's big. Should be a hell of a match, too. So lots of good stuff going on. And lots of good stuff coming your way with the games we play Friday, 7.45 p.m. on IWTV and Limitless Social's 8 o'clock main card. Randy said it. The main attraction, Mac Daniels, isn't going to be on the main card, according to him. I'm giving you, uh, I don't know, another... 12 hours to reconsider that, Randy, uh, okay. because uh, otherwise I promise you we will make our presence felt. So, yeah. Sounds good, John. Okay. All right. We will see you guys next time here on the Limitless Wrestling Podcast.